He's low-key famous. A TikToker slid into Colby's DMs. He's on my For You page all the time. Because <laughs> I would 100% hook up with Andy Cohen in a heartbeat. I would too if he would have me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the blood, sweat, and tears that went into that nude photo shoot. And with that, this podcast is rated R. <laughs> <laughs> Right, welcome back to week two of 2022, girls. Matt made of Manhattan <laughs> with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Post longest week to ever Post exist. Post longest week to ever exist. We were just talking about how we cannot adjust after the two week lull at the end of the year. Like, I f- actually feel like I'm dying every time I wake up in the morning and have to go to work now. I am so thankful to have not had work between Christmas and New Year's and really think that that should just be like a nationally recognized time that people should not have to work. I saw so many TikToks that said, if you're the person who didn't take off work the last two weeks of the year, you're low-key the smartest person in the company because it's like a video of them doing absolutely nothing, just lounging (laughs) around their apartment for the last two weeks of the year. And they're like, didn't have to use my PTO and I'm just absolutely doing nothing. Which is that's a very honestly fair. true. I mean, I was working. Katie was work, work, working on that know. business. I need to take a vacation, like a legitimate vacation. Should we go to a beach? I yeah, you're itching for a trip. I know you are. I <laughs> all I can talk about is how bad I wanted to go on a trip. Every time anyone mentions going anywhere, Adam's eyes like bulge out of his head. He's like, I'm "Where like, are we where going?" We going? <laughs> <laughs> he first of all invites himself. <laughs> Second of all, makes input on the plan. Colby was like, I'm going to Miami this weekend. I said, okay, see you there. <laughs> Where are we staying? I have back-to-back Miami trips booked, which is going to be really nice. How nice for you. Oh, I'm so jealous. How nice. We'll be here. I actually convinced my mom on Friday that we needed to go away. And she had a flight credit from a trip that got canceled last year that she had to use. And I was like, if you don't use this now, you're probably never going to use it. I love that for you. I might cry. I mean, luckily I'm going to Miami in February, but... I'm not going to Miami ever, I don't think. (laughs) No, Katie, we can go. I'll go this weekend. Okay. I need to go once a month until it's warm for my mental health. Well, you know, I was actually supposed to talk to a realtor at 4.30 today, but I completely forgot that I had the call and she started calling me and I was like, shit, I'm in like a call on the way to your apartment. Why were you talking to a realtor? Because I want to buy a condo in Miami. Oh, wow. Good for you. <laughs> I told you that. What are you acting so surprised about? I didn't think you were serious. Well, you have all of these pitches that you give. <laughs> yes. That you're going to do, but you never follow up on that. Okay. You were like, that is not theoretically. What was that like seed? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't tell yeah, the podcast. Is it, was it quinoa? <laughs> no, I'm not telling no, what it was, was. It was an alternative to chia seeds that he was Colby, don't say what it is. With. <laughs> I don't even remember the name of the seed. It's in my book of businesses that I'm going to start at some point when I have time. Okay, but the real- I'm not saying that you're not motivated to do these things. I'm saying that <laughs> we never receive updates. Like that's what I mean by the follow up. Not that you're not doing things on the back end to put these things into place. But you said theoretically, if I buy a condo in Miami, will we use it? And then everybody responded, and you never said anything about it ever again. 
Oh, well, so I how just... sweet to know that you were speaking to a realtor well, about that today. Exactly. Now I just told you I had a call with a realtor that was supposed to happen about my condo in Miami. Wow, good for you. And but you missed the call. So how did how But I the... missed the call, so I'm calling her either later <laughs> or tomorrow. Yeah, how's the process going if you missed the, the first well, I'm gonna buy something in Miami probably later this year because I wanna buy something closer. Because I want two rental properties. I want one in Maryland, which you guys that's one you guys did know about because I did yeah, I yeah. was under contract to buy uh, two houses in Maryland at the beginning of last year, and they both fell through. And so then I took a break from the real estate game. Third for a time bit. is a charm. And so now third time is going to be the charm. I'm going to buy something kind of in my backyard a little bit, so either New York or Maryland, and then oh, New York's your backyard. <laughs> well, we live here, so yes. <laughs> no, because uh, Adam constantly tells people he's from it's here. It's your front, back, and side yard. <laughs> it's my front, back um, place of growing up. It's your <laughs> according yeah. to my hand. Depending depending on who you ask, Adam is from new york um, your birthplace guys just wait once i hit 10 years of living in new york i'm nobody's gonna know that i'm from maryland well that's when you can officially say you're a new yorker after 10 years of living here okay somebody said it was five and then i think they kicked it up to 10 i think 10 makes the most sense all right fine i mean that's only so okay when i'm 29 then yeah. i can be considered yeah a new Yorker. well i think that's kind of yeah that's good i'll be 30 won't i yeah or no well we both lived in here the summer that we we lived here a summer. Yeah, we did. But that was like... Does that we, not count? That was like two months. That doesn't count. I moved here when I was, um, well, full-time, 23. So, yeah. so two years. Be okay, so we'll be, thir- oh, we'll be 31. 31. Well, I moved here when I was 21. You moved here when you were 22, technically, because you're older than me. 22, yeah. But I, I also left for a year to go to LA. Does that count? Can we just pretend that didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, no, you're one year back. You're one year behind. I'm one year you, behind. you tested out LA, so New York doesn't it doesn't count you hey, anymore. Hey, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> Your I'm clock really, restarts. I'm still glad I did it. It was still worth That's a learning experience. It was great at the time, but now looking back, I'm like, you know, New York is just my place. It's just my place. But yeah, so. Well, now you don't have to wonder what it would be like living in LA. <laughs> never have the what if. I feel like sometimes you get that feeling. I mean, often I still feel this sometimes. Like, what would my life be like if I was somewhere else? Like, would it be drastically better if I was still in Maryland or like any other place? And then I realized like, no, I'm being crazy. Like, obviously I, I would never, I don't know what my life would look like somewhere else. That's just like the, the matter of choice. Like you choose your place and that's what you're doing. But if the, the feeling of what if overpowers, like is very constant and persistent, then I think it's time to make a change. Like if it's overwhelming and you think about it like every day, what if I was somewhere else, then maybe you should try that thing. So you will actually finally know what it feels like to be in that place. And then... Well, it's good you tried and And then you evaluate. Yeah. And I was really... It was very nagging. Like, what would LA be like? I figured it out. And I sprinted back to New York City because (laughs) I know now that this is exactly where I need to be. Yes. You belong here. We're happy to have you back. Could Mm -hmm. not imagine life with you living in LA. (laughs) It would be incorrect. We wouldn't have this podcast, probably. We wouldn't have the podcast. we can imagine it because we lived it. That's right, and it was quite shocking. It was quite shocking. We had several conversations yeah. about how it wasn't correct. It wasn't right, but now yeah. it's correct. Now everything's so, right in the world. Well, everything's right. You know, some things are. But yeah, so <laughs> well, girls, that was wholesome. <laughs> that was a wholesome little chat of getting Katie back. I feel like we actually have that chat every week on the podcast about how grateful we are that Katie left LA and came back to New York. <laughs> 
But anyways, why don't we do a quick little weekend kind of recap? Rapid fire. I, I was away, so I didn't really get to see you guys. So I'm just curious. Well, obviously, I know what you guys say because I know your entire schedule's front, back, and middle. Yeah, Adam, what did I do? I don't even remember. Um, Katie do? went to dinner at San Marzano <laughs> on Friday night with Emily, Mia, Iria, and you had a $45 bottomless meal. With, what did I order? Uh, you definitely ordered some kind of pasta with bolognese. No. Uh, Incorrect. No, did you the, get the oh, vodka the ravioli. sauce? The peach, the peach and pear ravioli. No. Yeah, no, there's not peaches. Pear. Yeah. Pear ravioli. Pear ravioli, he's right. Oh. Knew it. He's right. The vodka sauce from there, I really enjoy. If you're in New York, you need to go to San Marzano because it's very affordable. Like, you can do a bottomless $45, bottomless, two hours. Am I right? Yeah, Three I think appetizers, it's like two hours, yeah. Three apps. You can pick your pasta. And you can, like, pick the shape and the sauce yeah. and, like, all the... Yeah, so the three apps are family style. Yeah. It's like prosciutto, br- bruschetta, or... Um, bruschetta. 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 Um, and yeah. then you can build your own pasta. And then you also get dessert, which Katie didn't know. But you I didn't know. the dessert. And then it's bottomless sangria, wine, beer. Yeah, they don't have liquor. They don't drink have liquor. of choice. But the... Aside from liquor. Yeah. The red sangria. And all the pasta good. is homemade. Yeah. And if you're not doing bottomless, I think just the pasta with the sauce is like ten. It's like $15. yeah, it's so cheap. It's like twelve dollars, something insane. Yeah. it's one of the best deals. Good it's vibes, good vibes. Definitely check it out if you're in the city and want some kind of bottomless interruptions. They should sponsor us. We're they gonna, really should. We're, directing we're going them. to put into place on the Instagram like recommendation highlights. Yes. So. We'll yeah. definitely do a restaurant one. We should do a first date. Like a where to go on yeah, a date. Maybe first not first date, date, but like where to go on a date. Yeah. Because we have to like go on dates with each other and test out these bars. Let's Deal. make it a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write it off on our taxes. I love that. That's Even my... though we're not making any money from this podcast <laughs> at all right now. That's my main phrase. Let's write it off as a business expense. This podcast is just for kicks right now. This just podcast is not sponsored. It's sponsored by Katie, Adam, and Colby. Yes. Um, by us. Three. No, but we want to be more active on the Instagram in 2022. So Colby had a really good idea of putting... New York recommendations for restaurants and bars and places that we like to go. So having some kind of highlight reel on that. So DM us what you guys want to see. We all, you, we get so many DMs about giving you guys advice, which we definitely love to share on the podcast as the the ending segment. But DM us some other things that you guys want to see, and we'll put it on the 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 gram in twenty twenty two. Exactly, Colby. Exactly. How was your weekend aside from your um, scratch off? Yeah, Boston girl. Situation. Well, explain that to the people. On Saturday, I went into Boston and got dinner for my friend Lauren's birthday, even though she refused to let us recognize that it was her birthday weekend. (laughs) Um, And then we went to a little dive bar and stood in the corner of the bar the entire night, and it was cash only. So every time that we had a few extra dollars, we went over to the scratch ticket machine and just bought a scratch ticket and we kept it going all night. I think we probably scratched like 40 scratch tickets, lost more times than we won. One ticket I scratched, but my friend Olivia paid for it. So she got to keep the money, but we got $50. And she didn't contribute it back into the fund, um, unfortunately. <laughs> so we got like one more scratch ticket with that. And then we lost and decided to call it. But then she didn't even buy us drinks with the extra $40 That's that we so had rude. left. So yeah, pretty selfish. 
Yeah, that was my whole weekend. Then Sunday I had like a tan foods day, which like consists of no nutrients, pretty much bread and carbs all day. Um, because I was coming out of my dry January retirement eight days <laughs> in. You're out of dry January retirement? Or not dry January retirement. I retired from dry January eight oh, days in. Eight days in. You made it a whole eight days. It's pretty good. I retired two seconds into 2022. Yeah. I Actually, that doesn't even count because we chugged champagne at midnight. So my dry January started out. With, I feel with like the, bang. the first of January doesn't count for people because of New Year's Eve. A lot of people also this year claimed that dry January didn't start until the Sunday because New Year's Eve was on Friday. Oh. Everybody said dry January starts tomorrow, the 2nd. Sounds like a cheat code to me. That's a loophole if I've ever heard one. It's a little loophole. I don't know all that one. A little loop-de-loop. I talked to the pod last week. I'm in flood January. I just want to drink, 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 have a good, good time. You're a fish. I'm a fish and I'm drinking Drunken, my water. Drinking like a fish. Drunken fish. That'd Drunken be a good fish. business name. Maybe I should write that down as... Did I just make that up? Do, do fishes even drink? Drunken fish. Do fish even drink? I don't even know. I just think I just made that up. You're drunk as a skunk. It's kind of ironic though, isn't it? Yeah. A drunken fish. Drunken fish. There's definitely a business called that. You think so? Definitely gonna, a restaurant. I'm going to Google it. Or a I'm bar. I'm going to trademark it so none of you matchmakers can can take my You're, business name. Just add it to your lengthy list of business business ideas you have i need you to stop well colby you also had another um big weekend occurrence you had a a very a very important person slide into your dms kilby it wasn't even my dms oh what was it i'm blushing she's blushing (laughs) it was on a dating app i was i okay well actually that first happened last weekend i think that first happened on january 1st oh you're looking at the receipts i'm like what are you doing always came with receipts she's looking at (laughs) it i was going through just to see because then okay so this guy i since i'm in boston i have been really bored and i decided that i was going to pour my heart and soul into trying to filter through dating apps. I was on Raya one day and I matched with this guy who is on TikTok and he he's a TikToker. He's a star. He's famous. <laughs> he is literally star. He's kind of famous. <laughs> and, yeah, maybe. He's low-key. A TikToker like slid that. into Colby's DM. He's on my For You page all the time. <laughs> Well, he was like, I think it's only acceptable to ask what kind of dog we're getting, which basically <gasps> I think is like a marriage proposal. That's yeah. kind of a cute pickup line. I actually really like that of him. Wait, maybe I well, should use that. So then I responded like two days later and said a golden retriever, of course. And then once I was drinking on Saturday, my friends and I responded to him after a few drinks saying was that the wrong answer and then he responded like immediately and was like oh golden retriever was 100% the right answer I was hoping you'd say that and then we started talking so where has it where has it gone the last thing he said was oh wow that's awesome we'll have to get together or something while you're here and that was the last time I opened this app Colby I'm freaking out That's amazing. Colby so, got ass out by a TikToker. Young love over here. Oh my God. 
Yeah. I guess. I love that for you. We're going to need some updates like in future weeks episodes. I really hope you go on a good Well, she's only in Boston for 13 more days. Oh my God. There's limited time to. This is literally. Time is ticking away. Time is is ticking for Colby's romance. This is literally a movie plot. Well, that. What do you mean? (laughs) Wait, have you seen the new. Talked on a on a dating app well no that you only have 13 days to meet to, to oh, find yeah. love like that yeah it's have you guys seen that movie um endless love no well yes but oh. the one with with um nina dobrev the new movie well, it's like know, a holiday I yeah i did see that what love hard love hard is what it's called is it on yeah. netflix or what's it's on that movie was you so cute watch i watched it. that on my flight back from barcelona it was really cute. A little bit cheesy at times, but I kind of expected that with like any holiday movie. It's like usually a okay. little bit cheesy. It was very good. I'm not going to spoil it, but it has to do with like meeting someone on a dating app. And then oh. like so it's very, very modern. Yeah, very modern. So maybe we should, um, whoever produced that movie, give them this plot and cast, <laughs> cast Colby as the lead. Colby can be the next <laughs> cast of the next dating app. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm intrigued. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Well, that's good because that you and I both. <laughs> pivots us into the topic of the day, which is how people feel about getting asked out via a DM slide. And obviously that was a dating app. But to be honest, Katie, and I thought that he slid into your DMs. I really thought. I, I really like, thought he slid into your I DMs. I was like, perfect for the podcast episode you on You were like, DMs. oh my God, that's a perfect story to, to share about Now DM he can slide. slide into my DMs because we follow each other instagram now okay so, he, so oh perfect he might slide into the dms so you set him up to slide into your dm so that's good yeah i'll no. post a bikini story on my trip this weekend oh and see what happens. Oh, a little thirst trap that's, that's my actually, my favorite put, game to play i'll put some bait out there i love see. that and you're, reel him you're in you're playing the adam games now reel him in yeah. with a thirst trap yeah, Adam, when you post your selfless, 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 it is quite selfless. <laughs> that is so selfless. You're shirtless us with your abs. Your shirtless, shirtless selfies. I. There is nothing more selfless than Adam Harrison blessing your feed with a, na- you, a nude Instagram story. When you with po- a daily shirtless pic. When you post your shirtless selfies, like how much, like what do you get from that? Like. How many people are DMing you responding to that? On average, I'll usually get 30, 30 to 40 DMs from guys. Maybe oh I should God. start yeah. posting thirst traps at the I gym. I need to start um, <laughs> putting my body on display. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a piece of meat. You're a real person. You're Look, I think it's good to be <laughs> it's proud. It's okay when Adam does it, but I can't. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> no, that's like all the memes where it's like, oh, when a guy does it, it's fine. And when a girl does it, they're a whore. <laughs> It's like literally meanwhile me in the middle of a bathroom. Colby, you post your body then. You know what? Yeah, Katie, don't shame Colby. I'm not going to shame you for it. You post No, if I'm going to start posting my body, I'm making an OnlyFans so I can make some money. See, that's what I'm buttering up people to do is so I can make an OnlyFans and then they're going to miss my shirtless mirror pics. Your free content. Yeah, my free content. And then I'm going to say more more for my, wait, what do they usually say? Link in bio. Link in bio. (laughs) Link in bio for more. Link in bio for more with like a flirty I've been emoji. watching The Real Housewives of Miami and Larsa Pippen is like literally OnlyFans like number one brand ambassador. They talk about OnlyFans every single episode. Wait, does she and have she an posts, OnlyFans? Yeah, she posts like feet pics and she is trying oh to get all the other girls to make OnlyFans. I will not be subscribing, but good for her. You can subscribe to mine. <laughs> 
We can have a photo shoot. Yeah, we can do yeah. my whole spread in your apartment. We can make a nude Adam calendar. Yeah, for you year. can you can like wear a thong around. Oh my here. god, perfect. Lay lay on the bed or something. I just had this like vivid memory back in college. One of the girls my freshman year had this long distance boyfriend, and we all got together and assisted her in like a photo shoot, like a like a sexy tasteful nudes photo shoot we like assisted her okay with taking these photos like this yeah. is a girl from elon like a friend of ours yeah it was like a bunch of the girls like all of us but we had like just we were freshmen yeah. we had, like just kind of met and she was like can you help me with this photo shoot for my boyfriend my this long distance my long on. distance boyfriend so one of us like held a fan and like someone had the lights it, it was a whole production that is wow. so funny that is legit she had like outfit changes yeah a lot of love went into this production and she's like no longer with the guy. So he just oh, has. I was going to say, I hope it worked out. <laughs> it didn't work out. He just has her porn calendar. It's like they she gives it to him in December for Christmas for 2022. And then he breaks up with her oh, in January. And then- all that, all the blood, sweat and tears that went into that nude photo shoot. Or it was like tasteful nudes. Yeah. She was wearing like cute lingerie. It was very nice. Anything's tasteful if you throw the word tasteful in front of it. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, if you're like, oh, I took nudes. Like, okay, then you're dirty. Well, tasteful And then I'm nudes, like, oh, I took tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes and, like, nudes nudes are different, I think. Yeah, I think tasteful nude kind of means it's, like, you're slightly clothed, maybe. You're wearing hot lingerie, okay. and maybe it's sheer, but you're still wearing something. I think that's that classifies. Or a little covered up. Or. With, like, a hand right. motion or something. Position. Right. It's not just like a full frontal shot. Okay. Yeah. And with that, this podcast is rated R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, so when Adam starts his OnlyFans... Um, it just keeps snowballing more and It just and more gets worse and worse. Into but an explicit rating. Needless to say, disclaimer, for legal purposes, I do not have an OnlyFans. <laughs> if my employer or anybody in my company ever listens to this, I do not have an OnlyFans and I am not planning on starting well, one. Well, obviously, do not fire me. it would be link in bio already if you already had one. Oh, 100%. I mean, my Insta- public Instagram is already pretty much my OnlyFans. It's just I'm not getting paid, so... <laughs> What, you're such a philanthropist. Free content. It's, it's free so selfless. OnlyFans. It's selfless of me, guys. You're so selfless. What would you do without my shirtless mirror <laughs> pics? I just don't know. I simply do not know. If you go like a few weeks without posting, a, uh, oh, I keep calling it a selfless. No. Because it is selfless a of me. A shirtless mirror selfie. I can't say that for some reason. Call the place. If you go a few, I know, if you go a few weeks without posting, I'm going to think something's wrong with you. Something. Yeah, clearly something's wrong. Yeah. Okay, well, now that we've gotten through that, uh, do we want to discuss more the sliding into DMs concept? Because yeah, I, I know the three of us have had like minimal experience with like here and there sliding into like a celebrity DM. Yeah. Like I know, for, okay, wait, you guys should share the story of when you slid into Andy Cohen's DMs. Yeah, so Colby and I both slid into Andy Cohen's DMs. We were thinking about who we've slid into the DMs of, and we both have never slid into a guy that we're actually interested in i I guess i guess you can count with our upcoming trip to paris the girls and i need to brush up on our french skills and we are so excited to be partnering with rosetta stone to help make us pros by the summertime rosetta stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn i'm personally so excited to learn french with rosetta stone because it's so easy i can do it right on my phone it's built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation which i think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me and rosetta stone's process is 
is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. So no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's rosettastone.com slash today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Reminder that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. If you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So special. Hi. I love the intent behind mylifeinabook.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc. that have more meaning than just a material object, and My Life in a Book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting My Life in a Book for my grandma, who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday? I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love. Check out My lifeinabook.com and use code matchmade at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code matchmade for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail cocktails without the alcohol. Recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com matchmade, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, Recess. Woo! Andy Cohen, because I would 100% hook up with Andy Cohen in a heartbeat. But <laughs> so I would Col- too if he would have me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Colby and I both slid into Andy Cohen's DMs with the intent of having sex with him. <laughs> Completely kidding. We wanted we wanted to get on to watch what happens live desperately. So that was his show, right? Yeah. So that's his show that he does on Bravo at midnight, and it's this whole fun thing. And Colby, there's and I- a live studio audience, yes. and it's interactive. Yeah, and Colby and I were like, how the hell do we get on the show? And so we both DM'd Andy. I was the first winner as a cute little gay boy, and Andy (laughs) slid right back on into my DMs and gave us tickets. And so I took Colby, and so Colby and I went. And then he replied to Colby right after that. So Colby got tickets again. And then, of course, COVID happened right after we got the plug. Because then, remember, I was like low-key friends with the audience coordinator, and I was sending everybody I knew. But she... 
Yeah, because she would then reach out to us, but they don't want the same people to be in the audience, so we couldn't go again yeah. for some reason, which seems pretty rude. Uh, no, but remember but, then I told her, I was like, okay, I'll I'll fi- like find you people, but I want to be make sure I get tickets when Bethany Frankel's on Watch What Happens Live. That was my, that was my one request caveat, from her. And she said, yeah, that's fine. Your terms and conditions. Yeah, and she said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So I was literally placing people. Like I would go, that was when I was working at Bloomberg too, and I would go on client visits and I would offer my clients to go and watch What Happens Live who I knew liked wow. Bravo shows. You had the plug. I was the plug, but then COVID happened and then I lost the plug. So I don't even know what's going on. With it. We need to like dig up our old emails with them and see if we can get back yeah. on the show because they're doing it again, I think. Well, you can bring yeah, me this are. time, although I don't really know many of the Bravo people. You don't really need to because like Tyler Cameron was on that night. The Col- oh. That was the first night Col- yeah, Colby the night and I met Tyler. There, he was he was the bartender. Yeah, we talked to him yeah. for like a pretty good amount of time. And Matt James. Oh, yeah. And Matt James pre-Bachelor. Yeah, Matt sat behind was us. Was there just like as an acquaintance sitting oh, behind us. Yeah, wow. I mean, we talked to Matt. We... You guys were ahead of him? You were closer to the stage than him? Oh, yeah. Andy literally yeah. put us front and center. And you I were... think it's because I'm a cute gay boy. <laughs> you were closer to the front than Matt James, the back. Yeah, Matt James was in the back. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. I said, see you, Matt James, <laughs> on front and center. <laughs> that's hilarious no but that's like back to the point but that's like pretty much the only experience i have reaching out to people's dms other than colton underwood when he came out of the closet and i was i was so shady too i you know colton underwood right i know who he is yeah yeah. the nfl player who came out of the closet he's like he has a questionable past like i he does yeah so he's he's problematic yeah um needless to say i still think he's extremely physically attractive so (laughs) i slid right on into his dms colton underwood oh yeah yeah. he was the bachelor more notably than his nfl career (laughs) oh right okay i knew him from his nfl oh that's very straight of me i knew him from his nfl (laughs) career and not his bachelor that is so straight of you (laughs) yeah what the hell is happening i need to go (laughs) brush my teeth with glitter or something i don't know <laughs> Where I did need, you get that I from? I need to come back down to earth. Something's wrong with me. I know somebody by their NFL career. No, but yeah, I slid right on into his DMs and um told him how proud of him I was because I wanted him to DM me back and then take me out on a date, but then he decided he was into daddies, so um mm. we're not compatible. I think he already has a boyfriend. He does, and he's a hundred years old, basically. Not actually, but really? his, his boyfriend's like oh. sixty plus. His type is old. I yeah. saw a side profile pic. Hmm. He's he's a little older. I think there's sliding into the DMs etiquette and yeah. proper etiquette because it's hard to tell. This goes back to a conversation we had before about the initial physical attraction. And if somebody is pursuing you via Instagram DM and they're private and you can't tell what they look like from their profile photo, it's hard to decipher whether or not you're going to respond or how you're going to respond. Right. So I think if you're going to be an avid user of DMs, I think you should either be public or have a very clear profile photo that shows what you look like for maximum return on investment. (laughs) Maximum ROI. But I also think that if you are sliding into someone's DMs, you have to be okay with the fact that they might not respond. Because it's it's like being on a dating app, but it's a whole different ballpark of like having only one photo potentially that you can gauge someone's attractiveness or your compatibility off of. And then also you're just giving them really nothing. Like, especially if it's just you're sliding and you're saying like, hey, you're hot. It's just, it's very, I think you have to have a very good line or have something relate 
specifically to something they saw or like content, like especially with you, Adam, blowing up on TikTok, if someone were to slide in your DMs and say, saw this TikTok, this part that you said about whatever, like, you know, use something as like a, a hook when they come into it. But I also think you have to be totally fine with the fact that someone could just not respond to you. Oh, I know. I just feel so bad. Like, if you look at all this, like all these follows on my Instagram right now, these are all just gay guys who watched my TikTok that I posted today. That's yeah. kind of blowing up. And, and my DMs are crazy. Well, it's the same way on like a dating app, how a lot of, like sometimes I'll say something really funny to a guy on a dating app and get no response. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> I'm like, cool. That's great for my self-esteem. But on the dating app, I'm like, oh, like, there's so many people on dating apps, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. On the D- via DM, it might be a little bit more. If they're not someone with a million followers, it could be a bit more soul crushing because you're like, they definitely saw it and just didn't respond. Yeah. So you kind of well, have because to because you can also yeah. see that they saw it if you right. follow each other. If it's just yeah. a random person and they don't accept it, you can't see. But yeah, but if they do, if they do. Yeah. Right. Adam just taught me recently that I think you're the one. The unread. The yeah, unread. I, I told you. I was under the impression that when you unread a message the the read like you reading the message like the notification that they get or the little like thing the red receipt the red receipt that's what it's called yeah goes away but adam recently informed me that it does not so there are multiple messages many messages that i opened and unread and (laughs) it fully said red and i didn't respond and usually i do that because i i don't have time to answer the question or whatever and i come back to it like it's a great feature that instagram introduced but i was just under the impression that the read receipt went away too yeah, it does not. I learned that the hard way because <laughs> guys that I used to talk to, I would open the message, read it, and then click unread, and then realize later that it actually does not unread it. It just unreads it How from your How did you realize that it doesn't? Somebody else told me, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I have unread so many messages oh, from yeah. guys that I've talked to, and then I went back and Googled it, and it's a thing. Wow. So, I have never done that, but I unsend things. I'm pretty sure that gives a notification to the person. Yeah, but not if you don't follow each other. Like, I'm more so I'm saying, like, if <laughs> she knows. I am sliding into Justin Bieber's DMs on, like, the off chance that he's going to respond to me, I don't want him to see that I have DM'd him, like, 16 times before. So I'll unsend them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, sometimes I do get – I get notifications randomly. Like, I'll go on my phone and it'll say – this, the message has been unsent by the sender oh, interesting. or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know. But it doesn't say who. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know I who. did that yesterday in our group message on Instagram because I sent something twice by accident. Oh, yeah. And I knew that you guys were going to get in a notification. But I would rather that than have the shame of double sending a meme. Maybe you were the one yeah, that I got the notification me. from. That was, that was probably you because I follow you. Definitely. It was that Paris Hilton meme that I sent. <laughs> Wait, Katie, do guys slide into your DMs asking you out? Have you had so some contenders? Really? No. I, I occasionally have guys from Locks Club see my profile and slide in my DMs. Okay. Which I think, I mean, we've discussed this on here before. The reason why people have their Instagram handle on their dating profile a lot of times is so you can like slide in maybe if you want to yeah. and not deal with the dating app, which right. is like fine. But on Locks Club, it like literally shows your Instagram handle like under, you know, under your face and you mm-hmm. can just click on it and go straight to their profile. And since I'm public, I feel it's just simple for some guys who maybe don't think I'm going to swipe on them maybe or just because there's so many freaking people on dating apps like, right. that you're going through. So I've gotten a few from that, but no one I'm like totally interested in, which it's just, it's always like 
people you're not interested in, which is yeah. I mean, hey, there's definitely like the diamond in the rough every once in a while. Well, but I told you, I've gotten at least two or three DMs from guys over the past few weeks that from my TikTok that I'm actually like, oh, these guys are cute. I'm actually, yeah. I'm willing to respond and maybe talk to them a little bit and then see where it goes. I mean, I have personally slid into some DMs. Like I've slid in to, I've told you guys like bachelor guys DMs and I've gotten like a little bit of a response here and there, but like yeah. nothing I'm like, really? But I also think like the Bachelor guys, like the the ones that get voted off, that's what I'm saying, like off of the Bachelorette, like I'll DM them. And some of them like honestly probably get thousands of girls in their DMs. Like thousands. I'm sure. I bet. I feel like their DMs are probably like a scary place to be. Oh, the absolute wild, wild west. Unless they're total narcissists, then yeah, I mean, they might be into that. (laughs) Like let's just scroll through. True. My DMs is primarily girls, like followers of mine. Yeah. I mean, I have some guy followers too, but for the most part, it's just girls that are followers of mine asking me questions or complimenting me. Yeah. It's really lovely. I love my DMs. Like sometimes, sometimes they're scary, but really great. But for the most part, I don't really get many guys sliding into my DMs. Yeah. Or maybe you just Romant- don't notice because they're in the mix of all of the other DMs. That's true. Because I, I feel like you have a pretty robust dm request section yeah i do i do but i try to use i like <laughs> dming guys but like i said before like i've slid into so many dms like even tiktokers now that i see her in new york i'm like cool i'm gonna dm you some some of them yeah. not all but i most of the time don't really get a shoot response. your shot i'm all for the dm side oh, i fully shoot, shoot my shot but i like i said before caution if you don't get a response like don't let it crush yeah, your don't soul. take it personally yeah. don't take it to heart don't let it crush your soul just don't i feel like Stay up there. On the topic of sliding in, like not even somebody else sliding into your DMs asking you out and like how you feel about that, but like sliding into somebody else's DMs, you should just shoot your shot. I'm all about it. But what do we say? What do you say when you slide in? You need some kind of banter line. Yeah, but what is it? Um, I mean, it depends on the person because it has to be personalized. The key to banter is personalization. Okay. There's no banter line that I use Oh, across the board. I always personalize it. Yes, there's no universal banter. It's always personalized to whoever I'm talking to. Okay. So I'll pull something from either. Adam, would you like this pickup line from my DM request? Let's hear it. C, need follow back ASAP. Can't take heartbreak this early into the year. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how am I supposed to know who you are? There's like five people in that picture. Um, that sounds like the plot of Taken 4, so I would maybe just block that person <laughs> Wait, and remove them. I have another DM request. I'd like to come visit you in NY. I think that I've never heard a worse DM request than that. Just kidding, I definitely have, but that's pretty bad. What do you guys think of people that are specifically in a romantic context use your the first letter of your name? Like K or like C, like that. I you kind know? of I kind of like it. I think it's kinda of hot. That's what I yeah, yeah, that's where I was going I with think it. I like it. Like, I love that. Honestly, I thought this DM that I got was... This is, was a good banter line, in my opinion. I wasn't attracted to the guy, so I didn't reply. But this is after <laughs> I posted the TikTok of you and I. And I said, does any male with a pulse in New York City yeah, want to kiss me tonight? So that my girl BFF doesn't have to. That was and a, like, a full fishing line what is that called i was completely fishing line and sinker hook line and sink hook line and sink and i hook lined and sank a lot of men a lot of men in the city that i got dms from but this guy i thought this was kind of cute he said would you still cancel new year's eve next year if there was a cute guy to kiss at midnight winky face i actually thought that that was okay like if i thought he's attractive i'd probably reply to that okay because there was something in the tiktok about how i was gonna cancel new year's eve or whatever so that's like a personalized it's personal and if he was hot i would have 
been like, oh my God, that's really God, cute. I'm so bad at coming up with these one-liners. Like I'm very bad. Yeah, I, I don't think I would ever be able to have the confidence to just organically slide into some random guy's DMs. Oh, I have the confidence. I just don't know what to say. And so yeah, I think that's part of my confidence lacking okay. is that I would say the wrong thing. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I feel I need to consult you next time, Adam, because I think that all the sliding in that I've done has been in poor taste or not in poor taste, but just done horribly. My technique was not as polished as it probably could be. Okay. <laughs> like definitely enough. not. I can help out there. The banter king. So personalized. Can help. Slide, slide ins. I think our opinions on this go very much so hand in hand with the responses that we're getting from the poll. Do you think it's creepy or weird when girls or guys slide into your DMs? And a lot of people are saying, depends on how hot they are. Um, some We have some success stories. This one person in particular said that her boyfriend slid into her Twitter DMs when they were 18 at like 1 a.m. And they've been together and living together since they were 19. Wow. So like five years. Modern romance at its finest. Moving into our dating advice segment, which is a lot of you guys' favorite segment, and it's actually one of ours too. I, I love feel it. like I know it's so fun. I love I love I honestly wish we could reply to every single one of the DMs, but there's so many. So if you guys haven't heard from us in a while or you really want advice on a situation, just bump it in the DMs and we'll try to pick it out and either reply to you directly on the Insta or we'll message you back and just make sure that it's okay if we talk about it on the pod or tell you that we're going to be talking about it on the pod. And of course, it's always anonymous, so never have to worry about that. But Cole, do you have a ZM that you pulled that we can give some advice on? This person just said that they're home for the holidays or after the holidays, and they matched with their childhood crush on a dating app and wants to know what she should do. I don't know. A childhood crush? That's interesting. Well, I feel like I would need to explore it. Yeah. I would need to honor my young self and explore it. Yeah. I would. I I think your younger self would hate you for not. Yeah. She needs to reply, and they need to set up a date, and they need to at least go on one date before she goes back to wherever she normally lives. It's similar to what we were discussing at the top of the episode, the what if. Especially if it's just like a childhood crush and not a friend that you always wondered if maybe there was more there and there's nothing really at stake other than just feeling awkward that you've had a crush on this person since you were younger. I think there's no harm in exploring what could come from that. There's no nothing to lose i'm with it you don't want to regret anything in your life so you may as well just go for it and see how it goes just the worst is gonna happen is it's not gonna work out and it's a childhood crush who cares right especially if you don't live in your hometown anymore agree then it's great you can just you can just escape the scene the consensus yeah if it's bad i actually think that's the best case scenario if it's a bad date you can flee you can flee. Yeah, she goes back to wherever she's normally from, so she's safe. So somebody else asked that we give our input on something that Nick Vile posted, and he has his own podcast where he talks about trials and tribulations with dating and all of that because he's been on The Bachelor numerous times. So we all know a little bit of his dating background. Um, but... 
He said, Here's a situation to pack for someone you want to be in a relationship with. Next time they hit you up late afternoon or early evening and ask you what you're up to, you reply back, I'm getting ready for a date. Now, ideally, you have a date planned, but in the interest of not lying, if not, you get on the app and plan a date with literally anyone. They'll try to pretend they don't care and ask you who it's with. Don't reply to that. They'll follow up with a question mark, give it a little time, and then say, Sorry, I'm just in a rush. You want them stewing on who you're going on a date with. They'll persist in trying to figure out who the date's with, probably accuse you of avoiding the question, and then you hit him with their first name only. His name is John, her name is Kelly. This will make it more real for them. They'll dig for more information, and finally you can reply back with, sorry, running out the door, can we talk tomorrow? Then no matter what or how many times they text you that night, do not reply for the rest of the night. Because you're too busy having fun on your date. Let them follow up the next day, and no matter what, do not apologize for something you have a right to do. I feel like that sounds very toxic but also could be effective. Knowing my luck, I feel like this wouldn't work for me. Like I feel, no. but I guess it would tell me all I need to know, maybe, but I feel like this I think it would, would backfire. But it's so interesting to hear from a guy's perspective that he thinks that would drive him insane and he would just be fishing for more and then that would make him realize, oh, maybe I really do want to be with this person is what I think the goal is there. And yeah, maybe that could work, but I think also... A guy could be like, okay, I'm seeing other people too. And it could just backfire. I mean, hey, I'm all about having a roster and actually maybe doing that if you're not sure. But if you're getting to the point where you feel like this is a serious thing with a guy and you're you're maybe months into it, I feel like it'd just be so shady to be like, oh, I'm going on a date tonight. Like, Especially if the end goal is just getting clarity on a situationship, which is what he's saying. I think it's way more productive just to have a conversation about yeah. it. I, agree. I I don't think I would ever say that to another guy that I was going on a date with somebody else. Especially over text. I just feel like yeah. that's so... I also feel like it's just kind of a slap in the face. Like, just I feel like it's kind of rude. Trying to play a like little devious game of how many times yeah. will he text me? How much does he care? And then if he didn't text me a million times trying to fish for information... I would be also mad. That's true because... Because the plan... It didn't go according to plan and I would have so much guilt for the person on the other end being like, I'm only on this date to make somebody else jealous. That's yeah. so true. That's like the the plot of any rom-com that's like a girl trying to make a guy jealous with another guy. It just never works out. And also, do you want that to be the foundation of your relationship if it starts from there? Like the guy is mad that you went on this date and like that's anger is what starts the relationship. Like him being mad or jealous I don't want my relationship to start on like the jealous front. Like, because what if he's only asking me to be his girlfriend officially because he's, he wants, it's a competition thing. He wants to compete against all the other guys in New York. And it's not that he actually wants to be with me. He just doesn't want me to be with anyone else. Like that doesn't feel like a good foundation for a relationship to me. Yeah, I agree. So I, yeah, I think to your point, Colby, there's a lot better ways to go about it. Just defining the relationship. Yeah. If, you are one of those people that needs like to have a conversation about it. I think you should just do that. Yeah, I agree. And that's it. I think this is another situation where we would benefit from having a straight male guest. Yeah, we need one. And we will. We have some contenders. Greenwald wants to do it. Yeah. Our friend Jack Greenwald wants to come on. I think that could be good. Oh, that would be that would be good. Why don't we just also now make he's in a very time. successful relationship. I think we could have a panel of straight men. We could have a panel. We could have a panel. An armada, if you will. Jack is in a relationship and an upstanding gentleman. 
And then there's some other men that we know who have expressed interest. And we keep telling the the pod that we're going to have somebody okay. on. Okay. And well, they keep requesting it. They're like, we need a straight guy on the podcast. I think this weekend we focus on recruiting, Adam. Yeah, we can recruit. Adam and I will recruit while Colby lays on the beach. Yeah, Colby will be enjoying her Miami time and <laughs> Katie and I will be recruiting males recruiting? to talk in the pod. Hey, maybe you guys will just buy a flight and jet set down for the long weekend. Yeah, Colby, I, I literally will. I don't think I will. Do it. I will. And I'm staying oh. with you and Jen. Okay. <laughs> well. No, but it's been fine. It's been great. I am so ready to eat dinner, guys. Like <laughs> I need to sprint to Prada to get my bag repaired before they close at 7. Adam's going to Prada. Oh I'm going yeah. to my fridge. Colby's. <laughs> <laughs> Colby's doing her thing. Colby's doing her Colby thing in Boston. My well, mom's cooking me dinner. What is Jane making We're for dinner? We're having tacos for dinner. Oh. I love that. Actually, I don't like tacos, but. <laughs> it's like that one time that Adam tried to take us to a vegan Mexican place. Because On he, accident. He hates. One of our friends who was visiting was like, we want to get Mexican food tonight. And she was like, like, do you know any good Mexican food places? And he recommended. And we almost went to a vegan Mexican. Okay, food I didn't place. recommend because I don't like Mexican food. You, so I you made the reservation, though. It was a bougie Mexican place. It was a nice. It's my alcohol drink of choice cuisine. Yeah. Yes, because I love tequila. I agree with you there, but I would not. It's just not my my cup of tea. If we went there, we would have drank our dinner. We, we would have just gotten endless. Can you imagine we showed up and it was vegan and I would have cried? We're all carnivores here. All carnivores all... here, and I need to sprint to Prada. So okay. it's been fun. Love ya. See ya. Love you. Bye. Bye.